bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, lost life without me. It's Brittany, bitch. And I am back. Alrighty, so today we have our week 14 recap football. I do not have college football, I mean, for the most part, but I mean, that kind of is a good segue into who's hot and who's due. So, for who's hot, Army Navy unders. Army and Navy were the only college teams to play this weekend, I think. And last 15 years, they've hit the under and then they just made it 16 last Saturday. Yeah, no, it's like automatic. Uh, it was kind of a crazy one too, because I think what was it? It's seventeen at like total at half or something. I can't even remember what it was, and it looked like it wasn't hit. And then, and then all of a sudden, I mean, just typical um, uh, Navy Army over under. I mean, it hit the under. It's just how it is, and it's it's like free money every year. It seems like. Then uh, for who's due, uh, Vegas. I mean, me and you are on an absolute heater on picks for our pick show every Saturday. I mean, you're up by 22 on the year. I'm up by 20. Uh, in the past week, including farm games, I'm 21 and four. I mean, yeah, then if you hit that uh, farm game last week when the fucking football team couldn't stop, or no, when the Raiders couldn't stop the football team from scoring, I mean, you'd be right there with me. So, yeah, we're kicking ass right now. Yeah, we're seeing it well. And, I mean, I feel like it's not even – like I'm, you're guessing either. It just seems like a lot pretty easy. I don't know if that's the same for you. I that's just what I'm kind of thinking. Getting out of it. No, I mean, yeah. Once you make sense of the game, it's kind of just went from there. Like, uh, oh, you're doing your picks. I mean, it's kind of weird too, though. That me and you, we don't really agree a lot, but we're still hitting like on both spectrums of the best. So, like, I mean, it's working out. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I, who's hot, I'm going to go with college football transfer portal. I mean, you got literally, it's just free agency at this point. I mean, a couple big names already. You got Rattlers transferring, um, Dylan Gabriel from UCF, Adrian Martinez, Bo Nix, Max Johnson, Quinn Ewers, mm-hmm. and plenty more. Um, Zach Pilzada just came out today that he's transferring. All these guys had really good years and some of them lost their coaches. Some of them, uh, didn't some, they're just leaving. It's weird. Because they just want to win. I don't know if that's what it is, but it's crazy because it's just the hottest topic right now in sports, it seems like. Yeah, and no, Quinn Ewers ended up signing with Texas. Like, that's huge for Texas, but, I mean, it's up for them to blow it again. Yeah, I I think they. I think this is what they need, though. I mean, we'll find out. Maybe it's probably just another bust, but we'll see. Um, my who's due is going to be kind of weird considering I'm going to say college basketball. I know we really love college basketball and it's rolling right now, but it's just like it from what we've seen now, it's going to be way better in a couple months. Uh, once these conferences start playing against each other, I think, uh, once the big East starts playing, I think they're playing, I think just about every big East team is only playing like conference games for here on out. And that's just going to be a gauntlet of a conference. I mean, obviously SEC is loaded, SEC is loaded. I mean, SEC's loaded, uh, Big 12's loaded. It's just going to be, like, you think it's been good now. I mean, it's due for even a uh, better uh, second half of the year. Yeah, so, I mean, that, like, wraps up who's hot and who's due. We can go into fan fight of the week. Now, this is absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. It wasn't in football. It was in hockey. This is probably the craziest fight we've had. 
a lady pulled off her prosthetic leg at a Vegas Golden Knights Golden Knights game and started to beat somebody with it. Like this lady and somebody else were scrapping. It was kind of a shit video, but the lady literally pulls off her leg and then starts beating somebody with it. That that takes some guts right there. Uh, I mean, just sit. I don't know what I haven't seen it. Was she like sitting down or standing on one leg? Yeah, she's on one leg, just lurched <laughs> off, lurched off the prosthetic, and starts beating there. That that's awesome. I mean, it's hockey. I mean, it seems like that's every week. Every all these sports were, all these venues that were getting these fights. It's kind of like typical. Like it's almost like expected. Yeah, go to our Instagram page at Two Birds One Clone. I'll post that video. Then uh, I got some like other interesting shit to put on there too. It should be a great post for this episode. But uh, we'll move into. Week 14, NFL football. So the first game we have, Falcons, they fly high over the Panthers. And Cam Newton, he's so fucking bad at football. It's insane. I mean, I was, like, trying to give a comparison to, like, somebody where, like, you want to like it, but it's just terrible. I don't know, like, vegetables. Like, not a big vegetable guy at all, but I just think they're fucking terrible. Um, Yeah. I said this, uh, me and Logan and like Joe, you were there. We were watching football this weekend. And I'm like, I, he's so hard to like root for it because we, we say all this shit. We want to root for him. We want him to be good. And then he just doesn't play that well. Um, I don't really know what it, I mean, I think it's just he's got to be done. All he really does is run now. And he's really good at that. But I mean, you can't, if you can't pass it, he makes plays, but it doesn't seem like it's just enough. So. Yeah, it's tough watching him when you're trying to root for him because he just does it. So the next game we have, the Ravens somehow backdoor cover in a loss versus the Browns. I mean, I don't – you shouldn't be fooled. I think the Browns are still a terrible team. I mean, one, Lamar was out. They should kill him without Lamar in general. But then the rest of their team was out, and there's absolutely no excuse to go scoreless in the second half versus a team who doesn't even have a secondary right now. Yeah, like, Browns, once they had that lead, uh, 24-6 at half, there's no way they should have even had this game close because considering the injuries Ravens have and they lose Lamar, it's like this should be a blowout. You should at least put up a touchdown and a field goal in the second half, and they just couldn't. It's embarrassing for the Browns. I know they won, but literally when the other team loses, they're one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and they're already injured, like their whole team's injured, and you still almost blow this lead. It's kind of bad. Uh, look for the Browns. The next game we have, Cowboys nearly blow it versus a football team late. Uh, like, still cashed my farm. That was awesome. But, like, this fucking game, like, I think the football team went 14 scoreless points, like, in the fourth, like, just within, like, three minutes or something like that. It was fucking insane. Like, they crumbled, like, a Pin Valley nature bar. And, I mean, but at the end, their defense, like, ended up winning it for these guys, like, pretty much. Their defense is unbelievable right now. Yeah, this Cowboys defense, I mean, we've been talking about them all year, how when you have a core with uh, Trayvon Diggs and um, Michael Parsons to build around, that's going to be awesome for the future because those are two of the best uh, deep players at their position right now, and they're both, like, second and or rookie year in their rookie year right now. Uh, but, yeah, Taylor Heineke did not play a great game. He got hurt. Um, and then, like, Dak, too, didn't play an overall great game. It was kind of a shit show. If you look at it, Dallas should not have blown this one. It's just like the Browns game, it feels like. Dallas should have blown these guys out of the water, and they let them hang around. When you let hang – luckily, they won, because when you let 
bad teams hang around, they tend to like they tend to win. So I mean, luckily Cowboys got done thanks to their defense. So the Titans, they pitch a shutout versus the Jaguars. I think this is like the easiest underbet of all time. But uh, Urban Meyer, I think he's a certified idiot and a bona fide bum of an NFL coach. I mean, first he has this girl deal, you know, at the beginning of the season. And now he's got beef with his entire coaching staff and his entire roster. Like, they got James Robinson all pissed off because he won't get him the ball. Then Trevor Lawrence was trying to back up how James Robinson, like, they need her on the ball. And then fucking Marvin Jones went home after getting an argument with Urban Meyer. And, like, then he made his entire coaching staff, like, give their whole, like, history of their fucking wins they have or whatever. And Urban Meyer's just sitting there being, like, a cocky, like, piece of shit when all he has is, like, college championships. Like, this is a fucking NFL. Yeah, it's a complete split locker room. I think Urban Meyer was expecting to come into this situation and just be, like, and pretty much just kind of like think he's big dog because he won all those games in college. But you think these NFL players give a shit about what you did in college? Obviously, they don't. And no one really cares what you did in college once you get to the NFL. And yeah, it just proved here. Trevor Lawrence didn't play, have a great game either. But yeah, I mean, when you have a coach that no one likes, it's no, no, no recipe for success at all. And they're just a shit show. There's no way he has a job next year. Yeah, and with this loss, they're officially out of playoff contention. I mean, I figured they were out like a couple weeks ago, but this week finally put the nail in the coffin. Uh, the next game we have, though, the Chiefs are rolling, and this team, it like almost looks scarier than teams in the past. I mean, they've been winning close games all year, but the fact that their defense is like keeping them in games, like even when they're close, and then their offense just like they're just starting to get going. I mean, past like three weeks, think they've been just dropping like, an insane amount of points. I mean, they're fucking rolling right now. Yeah, I mean, there's no secret that their defense is literally the reason they're winning. And also, Mahomes is just playing good football. He's not doing too much. He's just doing enough. He's only, like, look at his last how many games when they've on this win streak. He's not been throwing for uh, 400 yards. He's been around 260, 300, only, like, two touchdowns and taking care of the ball. And he's not throwing a lot. They're running the ball well. They're playing good defense. They're just like it's like a new team. It's like a team that because you know they can make these plays and they don't need to, but when they do, they will. So they're just playing really good football. They're a damn scary team when it comes playoff time. Well, yeah, and these last two games they've been winning by like three scores or more. And I mean, they played the Broncos and then the Raiders, which I mean, the big divisional games. And I mean, yeah, those two teams aren't that good, but they're no like layup when you see them on your schedule. The next game we have is uh, Saints. They come marching over the Jets. Taysom Hill came into this game with an injured finger, and I guess it just didn't matter. I said that if he doesn't turn the ball over, Kamara gets his touches, and the Saints continue to stop the run. I mean, this is the easiest win ever for the Saints. Yeah, I mean, like we said, Taysom threw the ball 21 times. Obviously, when you take when you only throw it with that many times, you can take care of the ball, and you get and you get Kamara back, twenty seven carries. I mean, that's literally your recipe for success right there. And obviously, you're playing the Jets, so they're not a great team either. Uh, but yeah, I that's pretty much what the Saints need to do: run the damn ball with their quarterback and their running back, and they should be a pretty good team moving forward. Yeah, and with this loss, the Jets are also out of the playoffs, so we're kind of <laughs> getting some of them shit teams out of here, but. 
I mean, yeah, I guess they weren't in fucking talks anyway, but at the beginning of the year, you could have called that. The next game we have, Seahawks. They uh, execute Davis Mills-led Texans team like on live television. I mean, this win doesn't really matter to me because I still think that Seahawks are shit. But, I mean, Russell Wilson actually being healthy is huge for them. And But, like, the, thing, the reason why I'm shitting on Seahawks because I just don't think I'll ever see a buck 37 and two touchdowns out of Richard Penny ever again. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. They won this game. They, I mean, you beat the Texans. You killed the Texans as you should. I mean, this isn't a game where you should go in and take care of business. You shouldn't be, like, uh, celebrating, like, a whole lot for beating these guys by this bad. But, like, yeah, Rashad Penny running 16 for 137 is huge uh, to get a step up from him. But, yeah, I mean, they – they came in, took care of business as they should. Next game we have, so the Broncos, they humble the Red Hot Lions in Mile High. Uh, first off, rest in peace to Marius Thomas. I got questions about this, whether I was, like, kind of upset about it, that just because that, you know, that highlight, AFC Championship, Tebow to fucking, or not AFC Championship, AFC Wildcard, Tebow to fucking Marius Thomas, takes it to the house and overtime ends the game. Well, I think a lot of people know I'm a huge T-ball hater just because every time his name gets brought up in the media way too much, one. And then, two, every time they talk about him, they show that fucking highlight. Uh, I'm not mad at Demarius Thomas at all for that. But, yeah, I mean, that's just crazy that he just passed away suddenly like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of hard to talk about. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like, it's a nice little thing, though, how they, uh, all they did for it, like, uh, before the game and everything. But yeah, they came out, they won. It was nice. They got a nice, uh, team to play, too, after that, all that. So you, you come out, and then, like we said, we were talking about that interception they had was, was just perfect, right where his, like, little memorial thing was. They get a pick right there. Awesome pick by Justin Simmons. So yeah, they played well. I mean, they, one another team that they just came in, they took care of business as they should, uh, and they played really well. They ran the ball unbelievable too. The next game we have Mike Glennon continues his illustrious career by losing to the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers—they're looking pretty nice right now. They're putting up points like it's nothing. Uh, this Giants D isn't no like deadbeat defense either. Uh, I think they're overrated as like a. Arby's beef and cheddar, but I mean they're solid enough to make thirty-seven points look very impressive. Uh they've been putting up. Uh, yeah, I think you said this when we were doing the um, the pick show how they've been putting up over thirty or something. It was like every single week, pretty much. Well, yeah, so like they can, they have the offense, they have the talent. I mean, we've kind of been saying that all year too. Uh, they when they play well on defense and they play well offense, they can definitely be one of the best teams in the league. They're just so inconsistent, and that's their biggest flaw. Uh, next, we have Tom Brady, once again, proves who daddy is versus the Bills. Uh, the Bills came out and, like, surprised a lot of us. But, I mean, they need to pick up some consistency right now because coming down the stretch, they're, like, a fringe playoff team. Yeah, I don't think – this. the Bills might not even make the playoffs, it seems like. The way they're playing, I, I'm going to look at their schedule here. I mean, the but the Bucks, they Bucks do Bucks things as they should. They came up – they almost blew the game. Credit to the Bills for coming back and uh, making it a game, make, getting to overtime. But uh, Bills, yeah, their main schedule, they should be fine. They got Panthers, and they go to New England, then Falcons, Jets. But, I mean, even 
the Falcons is not no layup game considering they're playing. I think they're like five and two on the road. Falcons are, and Panthers too. Never know, I guess. Uh, and then you go to New England's tough. But they should win the Jets. So I mean, they they're not in the playoffs by. Uh, they might miss the playoffs, and that'd be a huge disappointment considering you have the MVP, of MVP candidate, and like one of the best se- seasons you should have in, like almost in your franchise. Next game we have 49ers. They come out and win over the Bengals with like not a nail left on their fingers. Uh, massive win for the Niners. I was extremely impressed with how they played versus Joe Mixon. I mean, Mixon was questionable coming in, but still, I mean, holding him to 50, like that's how you beat the Bengals. And I think after watching George Kittle in that game, I think there's like almost no debate that he is the best tight end in football. And I think it's like not even close. Yeah, we kind of like talked about this this weekend too. Um, he, what he does for this team, that all they, when he plays, they win. It's as simple as that. I mean, you can make the argument, oh, Travis Kelsey leads, led the league in receive receptions or uh, something like that, yards or something, whatever it was last year. But, I mean, he doesn't do what Kill does. He doesn't block. He doesn't, I mean, he does everything. He blocks for him. He can catch the ball. He can score, score touchdowns. He does, he does it all. He's their safety blanket for him whenever they need a play. He's going to be there. It seems like he, last two weeks he had like 24 catches total and like 300, 400 yards almost, it seems like, two last two weeks combined. So, I mean, when he's there, they're a damn good team. Garoppolo's uh, going to be Garoppolo. And, yeah, shot Niners playing really well. Uh, yeah, then the next thing we have, the Bears, they continue the losing streak versus Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football. Uh, notoriously bad beat with Creel Quill Herbert's onside kick touchdown uh, doesn't count. I guess wherever you get it on onside kick, that's where it has to stay. And um, shout out Will Birds, old Western Dubuque alum. He actually took an onside kick to the house in a state playoff game. That was pretty fucking cool. But I had no idea that he couldn't return an onside kick. Yeah, I don't get that rule. Why? Like, how does that make any sense? Like, because it's not like it's a disadvantage for the other team because you should first you should get the onside kick. There's a way better chance you should even recover it. And if the other team does recover it, why would you not let them get a chance to return it? I mean, that makes it a, obviously a good game. All we got to do is stop them, which we probably wouldn't have anyways. But, I mean, it makes the score look a lot better. They cover, too. But, I mean, yeah, I'm happy with the Bears play. Justin Fields played unbelievable. He had an awesome game. And it's good to see how he played, running the ball, getting out of the pocket. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, it's a, I'm happy for how they played. Can't complain. Obviously, we lost to the Packers. Hopefully, it's the last time we ever play Aaron Rodgers. But, no, I mean, not a terrible loss. The game they should lose. And Justin Fields played good. So, all is well in Chicago. Well, I mean, the thing that, like, jumped out at me was the Bears, like, your guys is like, stars, if you want to call them that. They didn't show up. I mean, Mooney dropped the dud. A-Rob dropped the dud. Like, Montgomery, like, didn't play as, like, well as they usually, you know, give it to them. But, yeah, then Fields. I was, like, surprised he only got sacked twice, but, you know, one of them was fumbled, and he had two interceptions. But, like you said, this is, like, a really good Packers team. And who was your fucking number one receiver? I think he had two receptions, that bird guy. Yeah. I've never heard of him. And then he had that kick return for a touchdown. I mean, yeah, then he scored on a trick play, too, didn't you? Yeah, Jakeem Grant uh, scored. He's, yeah, he's, just... he's a hell of a kick returner. Uh, but biggest thing – uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, the biggest thing is Fields played so well. And we were, we had so many changes. We had the fourth and inches that we punted, down 11. 
stupidest thing ever. It's like, why would you ever do that? Because you want you and the ball back to Aaron Rodgers. You can't you don't think he can get right back to where they were and get a field goal at least? So because we were in like I can't remember where we were, but we were almost across the fifty. We were get approaching it. So I mean, go for there, get it. Let's say. Uh, and then another one was third and something like in down way in their territory. We were about could have and we scramble. He avoids two tacklers, gets out of the pocket, lost over top one guy and just short of Jimmy Graham, and he drops it, so he had to punt. So, I mean, two plays that – I mean, two that go the other way, it's a whole different ball game, it seems like. Well, yeah, and it doesn't help when Aaron Rodgers was absolutely spinning it, and then fucking Devontae Adams, obviously, is just unguardable. Like, nobody – I don't think anybody can guard him, so. Yeah, uh, I was talking to Logan about uh, they're on like a three yard line. Adam did a slant or uh, something. I mean, that's got to be the most unguardable thing in all in, ever when he's isolated when you're inside the five. <laughs> all right, so now it's my turn uh, to get shit on. So the Steelers they lose on Thursday night football versus the Vikings. So let's talk about Claypool. Claypool he wanted music at practice. Sure enough, he's not going to be fucking getting it. But I do have conspiracy theory. So Flo Rida played at halftime of this game. And guess who ended up kicking ass right after halftime? That's right, the Steelers did. So maybe music might help. But uh, I thought for sure the Vikings weren't going to blow it. Like, actually, I did. I was going fucking nuts. I was yelling at all the fans, like, you just wait. We come back. Big Ben played his ass off in the second half. And he puts an absolute dime on Friar Moose, Freer Moose numbers. But, I mean, Harrison Smith, one of the best ADs in fucking football, punches it out just like he always does. And it was a great play. I give it to the Vikings for absolutely ass-pounding us in the first half because otherwise the Steelers easily could have won this game. Yeah, without that first half, you just keep it a little bit close. You guys win this game easily. Uh, Delvin Cook, though, I – he had a good game, but it's like I could have ran for at least one one fifty and with those holes he was getting and twenty seven carries and the holes he was getting was unbelievable. Uh yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean you kinda of covered it all. Najee had a good game too. Uh yeah, Claypool's thing at the end. Yeah, he celebrated. That would have gave a little, couple seconds, but they did hit it out of his hands. So that's part of it too. Yeah, I thought they were gonna come back and win this game and Vikings are gonna blow it like Vikings do. One thing I want to bring up, T.J. Watt has now missed four games, and he has 16 sacks. The sack record right now is 22-and-a-half. You can't possibly tell me that if T.J. plays those games in the next four weeks of the season, he doesn't break that record. He's a fucking monster. He's played 10 games this season because he – well, if you count this Vikings game, he got out in, like, the first first, second quarter. But, yeah, he played 10 full games this season, 16 sacks. That's unbelievable. Oh no, he uh he's playing he is unbelievable. Uh but the thing is, it's crazy to think that let's say he plays all those games, even what he's doing now, he might not even win it because of what Mike Parsons the seasons he's having over at in Dallas. So you gotta respect both of them. They're both having a hell of a year. And obviously if TJ Watt's healthy, his numbers will be way better, like you said. But the thing is he could have played healthy and he still might not even win because of the season Micah Parsons is having. Well, the betting odds last, like, before this week started, it was Watt at one, Garrett at two, Diggs at three, then Matthew Judon for the Patriots at four, which he's playing unbelievable, too. And then I think it might have been Parsons. Obviously, after this game, his odds are going to shoot way up. 
But the, va- yeah, the value was, you could have got there is unbelievable. But yeah, I think TJ Watt, I mean, fuck, yet think he tore his groin. I know his groin. I don't know if he tore it. Like, he obviously didn't come back in the game. So that's not very, like, can't think of the word, but you get it. But still, like, if he can come back, play the end of the four games, I think he's a fucking lock. But oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, last thing I want to say, <laughs> I said that fucking earlier, but that US Bank Stadium, that was the most, like, electric fucking non-concert venue I've ever been to in my life. And it, I hate to say that, but then I forgot that all their fans are all, like, first cousins with each other. So, like, it kind of makes sense that, like, you know, they're all, like, really weird and they all like the same thing. They, yeah, I'll be fucking stupid, but Let's Go Crazy by Prince, one of the greatest touchdown songs I've ever heard in my life. Too bad they had to score, like, fucking seven of them on us or whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, that was good game to go to oh yeah i'm sure it was fun i want to go to the nfl game too but it's just i me and logan and my dad were talking when we we're watching the bears game we're like the game we should go to is in lambeau once rogers is gone oh yeah that... <laughs> really Dude, I, mean, I think a snow game too would be kind of fucking nuts yeah i would suck but yeah it'd be fun because they have bleacher seats there exactly fuck that because your beer won't go warm <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i mean it, that wraps up week 14 football and other news though nba zion is getting another injury setback his foot has been healing like the way it should be obviously everybody's worried about the weight issues if you guys like look up his rookie season though he was fucking phenomenal people call him a bust like to get a clue because i think he's still a great player i mean i like wouldn't want to worry about it. Like, obviously, if he can stay healthy the rest of his career, I think it'd be fine. Like, you lose that weight, but I mean, this just kind of sucks that he's getting set back again. Yeah, like two in two years, he's averaging like total in this two year career, he's averaging twenty five a game, um, and shooting from the field is unbelievable, sixty percent. So, I mean, yeah, he's a hell of a player. It's he's almost turning into like a lot of people are calling him. It's like he's turning into that Grant Hill. Uh, Brandon Roy situation where one of the best players people have ever seen, but back uh, a couple injuries set him back, and they were never what they, the, what their potential could have been. So it kind of seems like that's the direction he's going, which sucks because he would have been a hell of a player. And he still can be though. I mean, he's still young, but if he keeps his injury his like up, he's going to be one of those guys. Hopefully, he's not. Hopefully, he figures that out and he can be one of the best players. But I guess until he gets healed, we'll never know. Yeah, and I mean, the pick after him, John Morant, him being just unbelievable. He doesn't help either. But Yeah. Uh, more NBA news. The Grizzlies, they retire Zach Randolph's number. Oh, Junkyard Dog, Zebo. I mean, I just, like, laughed at this. I'm like, that's such a, like, a Grizzlies thing to do. Like, they couldn't make it out of the second round of the playoffs throughout their entire – like, when their team was good, they couldn't make it out. But they still retire his number. Like, I loved watching Zebo play. He's just a fucking, like, just a big, like, thick body pause. But, yeah, like, I, good for Zebo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good for Zebo. I mean, he, he was there for how long? And he played, he was really good for them, too. I mean, obviously, he wasn't one of, like, the best players ever. But for the for the Grizzlies, he was uh, such a guy that uh, he was there for however however long he was. They made the playoffs. They won some games in the playoffs. And, yeah, I mean, you're going to retire his jersey. 
Next thing we have KD. He gets fined twenty five thousand for yelling at a fan. Uh, the fan said KD stop crying, and then KD said something along the lines of "Shut your ass up, motherfucker," and that that gets you twenty five k. Good. I mean, it's good to see him not back down though. These damn some of these fans are stupid. You don't you don't want to like yell at those players like that, but it's just bad. Obviously, it's fun to talk shit. You do a little bit, but yeah. Good for KD snapping back. Then uh, we had another fine for a fan interaction. Kyle Kuzma gets fined fifteen thousand for giving a Detroit Pistons fan the bird. So Kyle Kuzma, everybody likes shit on him. He's like the meme of the league. He's like the next Travail McGee. But I mean, I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> Some Pistons fan rattled him so much he had to flip him off mid game. I do not like Kyle Kuzma. He's a he's an idiot. But I don't know what you know what the guy said to him. I have no idea. I wish I did, but since it was a Detroit Pistons fan, I imagine it's something that a news article can't, you know, write out. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I do not like Kyle Kuzma. Um, yeah, but once again, same with KD situation. It feels like if he said something bad, I mean, at least you're not going to just let fans run all over you because that's what they feel like sometimes they think they can do. But, but yeah, I do not like Kuzma. He probably deserved it, honestly. <laughs> he probably definitely did, but... uh. The next thing we have, MLB, the Blue Jays, they just met with Freddie Freeman. I mean, I think Freddie Freeman's a lifer for the Braves, but, I mean, just to see him in Toronto is just weird to think. Uh, I Yeah, I don't think he leaves Atlanta. I, don't, I can't see a situation where he would, um, even with, if he makes a shit ton of money, because he's always got a shit ton of money. The Braves would pay him whenever his contract's up, I'm sure, too. But, I mean, hit, seeing him in Toronto jersey would be crazy because I love that Toronto team as it is. And, obviously, I had him. He's a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. So, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool, but I don't want him to leave the Braves. Next thing we have, Fernando Tatis. He got a motorcycle crash. Uh, his father came out and, like, confirmed it. He said that he's in good condition. I mean, fuck. Like, that's just kind of scary to think. I mean, even looking back to, like, Jose Fernandez. Obviously, Jose Fernandez was in Miami on a boat, and, like, apparently there's a shit ton of – cocaine there but i mean i don't know fernando tatis he's obviously like the only guy other than otani that mlb likes to talk about but i mean motorcycle crashes i don't know i just never got the point of motorcycle yeah especially when you're like a athlete like that and like you're so young it's it's tough because yeah just like you said jose fernandez i mean obviously that was a different situation but seeing what he could have done with his career and then he did that and then like tatis let's say he does get like a career ending injury it was kind of like uh Jay Williams, he had that same situation. He got, like, motorcycle accident, and then he, like, was hurt pretty much the rest of his career, and he just never amounted to anything almost. So, yeah, it's tough to see that happen uh, with such a young star. Well, yeah, and Ben Rosberg early in his career, he crashed a motorcycle. Thank God he's really fat. But then, I mean, even Tiger <laughs> Woods, good thing to see he's coming back. Apparently, he's, like, taking some pretty nice shots. And, uh, but, yeah, <laughs> no car crashes, but – uh Last thing I have, this I think, in my opinion, this is pathetic. But so Bleacher Report came out with a poll that said, how would Babe Ruth do in 2021? And one of the options was Otani, but better. And that vote won. 35% of the vote out of four options said that if Babe Ruth played in 2021, he would be Otani or better. I mean, I think Babe Ruth, obviously, it's fun, like, the classic clout, the king of clash, the fucking uh, well, you know the rest. But 
I mean, I think we should change his name to Babe Babe Myth because there's no fucking way he's that good. Yeah, it's kind of like I love that conspiracy saying how he's not even like real, but I mean, I've never looked into it, but I doubt that's even true. Obviously, I think he's a real person, but yeah, the, comparing him to like Otani is beyond, is beyond ridiculous, delusional, everything. Because Otani would, is way better, obviously. Maybe Babe Ruth would come in and he'd be better. It le- I'm guessing they're going off of literally just Babe Ruth as he was coming in right now. But, I mean, if you if you look at it as a sense that put Babe Ruth in this era, growing up through this era, you could say maybe you could have an argument that he'd be better. But if you just take Babe Ruth out of the whatever decade he was living in and just throw him right now, he'd be horrible, I feel like. I mean, and if you've seen the Babe Ruth movie, he was like a monster of an alcoholic. And he, like, I was, all these guys that he played with, like they showed in the movie, like almost everybody except for Babe Ruth had to have like another job when the season got ended. Like these guys are fucking plumbers and shit. And he's playing against them. And then another stat I saw in 2000, the average speed of a fastball was 89 point something. In 2021, the average speed of a fastball was 94.5, I think. It's fucking unbelievable. Like, I honestly feel like if Babe Ruth stepped up to the plate and you got fucking DeGrom throwing 100 by him, there's no fucking way. Yeah, I mean, it's just that, yeah, it brings back to what I was saying, how it depends how you look at it. You take him right there, throw him right in, or if he can grow up through this era, obviously it would help, but maybe he'd be worse. You know, I mean, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, and that's all I have for sports, unless you got anything else to add. Uh, no, I got nothing, considering we got our college basketball show Wednesday. So, yeah, no, I got nothing. Yeah, we had a great play in college basketball, as we said in the last episode. But, uh, yeah, tune in to Thursday. I'll have that episode for you. Me, Luke, and Coyne will go over the basketball games, uh, college basketball games, and we'll talk about the ones coming up. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I have – betting sheet written down here that show but yeah like i said before at the beginning of the episode we're on a heater <laughs> tune in to saturday um that should be good think like to stay hot i mean it's a perfect time where you can start to, like predict shit more often so i mean yeah we're doing pretty solid but uh yeah thanks for listening this kid he's a Let him go. It's time. Let him go. 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 Let him go.